the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to Call now, 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and again, you can listen to Eye on Real Estate live on AM 970, The Answer, uh, or their website, all, show, all of our shows are available to listen to also on iTunes and the Ion Real Estate app. And uh, certainly you should call us up if you happen to be listening now, if you have the answer to uh, our question. And by the way, our number is 866-970-9622. And Jerry, and Ace, because you wouldn't know, but I wouldn't either, you say there's no beach named Tar, but you didn't know of a beach that was in Manhattan, or did you? We asked, we asked, what is the most popular beach in Manhattan? What was the most popular beach in Manhattan in the 1950s? Does anyone have an answer? Are they there? I don't know. Is Jerry and Ace still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, um, well, I, then I why wouldn't you answer me? I said, does anyone have an answer? And there's no response. Is, is there a beach in, in Manhattan, Dottie? Well, here's the answer. Of course, I don't know. Um, I don't know of a beach because I'm a beach person. I would yeah. think I would know of one, but I don't. But their answer is Tar Beach. Jerry, did you ever hear of Tar Beach? Tar Beach. Tar, T-A-R. Never heard of Tar Beach, Dottie. Okay. Well, the reason you didn't is it was in the 1950s, so you weren't born yet. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> okay, but... The tenants went up to the roof with their chairs and baked on the rooftop, which was usually tar. Uh, funny, funny. Okay. <laughs> it's true. Right. It was a very, very, very popular thing to do when people couldn't get out of the beach in the summer. They would go up and, and sit on the tar. They'd put out chairs or blankets, and the whole building would go up there. You know, there could be 20 people up there drinking beer and stuff, and it was called Tar Beach, and there are a whole museum. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't really know, but that's. A, but but I would imagine that that was a because now they have rooftop, you know, on the on the building. Rooftop everywhere. Roof. Yeah. yeah. So that probably years ago, if you had no access and it's 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 a hundred degrees out, you you probably went on the top of your roof and then the tar probably melted a little bit on your feet, so you had to be careful. But um, I think you got to. But call just it. like but just like that, they. Uh, about tar beach, they, but their name isn't up. They opened up fire hydrants in the summer. That was 
The first, you know, that to, to cool off. The first fire hydrant in New York was installed in 1808 at William and Liberty Streets downtown. And by the end of the 19th century, city streets were dotted with iron hydrants. Um, you've seen them. And uh, police were ordered to guard the hydrants and all the water flowing into the streets meant there might not be enough to put a fire. But you'd see in a lot of cases kids... Kids playing with the opening up the hydrants and they could, but they didn't know how to close them again. And they were trying to get cool because I guess the city's tough. It lowered the water pressure, too. So they made it against the law. And because that that was another thing, another big problem that happened. Yeah. And then I guess you could run. I don't know if you would run out of water. I don't see it now so much, but I think it was for a while a popular thing. Shutting fire hydrants has been open during heat waves. Um, I guess they allowed it sometimes, um, but I, I don't I don't really see it. It's less common to see kids playing in the water in gutters these days, but uh, sometimes you'll see it because it was tradition. Before I get to some callers, uh, last week I told you about um, Jerry. Are you on the line? I am right here. Okay, because remember I told you about that I was going to give you for this was just a gift to the anger room. Oh, yes, right. Yes, the anger room. Yes. Okay. A week's well, I, I told you it's $18, the anger room. Mm-hmm. You go and you break things. You get, you're like 15 or 18 minutes of anger. Well, I now, I need now more the than people, all right, but wait a second. Jerry, we're doing something wrong, Ace, the three of us. I mean, that's a business. They're doing great, opening up all of it. Now there's a new one. What is it called? Now, this is $25, a little steeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the nap room. N-A-P, nap, like sleep. Mm -hmm. The Dreamery, it's called the Dreamery, is an upscale new mattress showroom in Soho. The shop began selling 45-minute naps in one of its curned-off nooks for $25 a pop this week as part of a promotion. The firm says it wants a city that never sleeps to get better shut eye and is allowing people to book a nap for up to four hours of snooze. Okay, now, I kid you not, staff is first offered choice of several beverages. You can get herbal tea, water, assortment of healthy snacks, apples, cashews. They provide navy. Wait a second. Look what you get. They, belo- they provide, and I, I think navy is your color, Jerry. Mm-hmm. The na- they provide navy blue cotton pajamas made oh. by luxury sleepwear brands. Mm-hmm. And they give you a place to brush your teeth because, you know, if you have bad you breath, they don't want it spreading. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so customers- you have to wear pajamas when you go and nap here? Yes. Or if you prefer to sleep without clothes on. No. They don't encourage that. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to find out. Let's I'll get the answer next week. Daddy. I'll have we'll to get the Okay, we'll wait. Go ahead and try. Customers enter a circular wood wooden napping pot uh-huh. with a meditative music. So you have like you know that kind of yeah. spa music. Birds, it's kind of yeah, yeah. Waterfalls. A sl- and you get a sleeping mess. A customized lighting system. This seems like a better deal for twenty five than the. Eighteen dollars yeah. at the mad room. The How long do you get to stay for twenty five dollars? Okay. Well, now there's even snooze, including books. Okay, so if you have to read yourself to sleep because you can't sleep, you're insomniac like mm. me. You can get that book, oh, The dear. Truth About Corporate Accounting. That that yeah, 
I hope I hope none of Stephen's books are on this list. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, here's Stephen Gaines' newest novel. I'll put you just no. Okay, books so no, I think that's a good idea. Like to read yeah. the book, the truth about. Corporate but what if we go in, Dottie, and we say to them, "Listen, we we want to do this, but I need a scotch on the rocks. I no pajamas. We're sleep. I sleep in the nude, <laughs> and right. uh, the the soothing snack that I want is All right, uh, Oreos." I'm going to make a deal with you and Ace. Ace. Uh-huh. We will go to this place once before the summer's over, the three of us. Can you go every night and just stay there? I don't know. I have to find out. Now, they also have another boring book, The Art of Coral Speaking. Now, the sheets, now, I was wondering, because I said, look, I don't want to get any diseases. The sheets and jammies, the pajamas, are clean. Workers say they're washed Mm -hmm. in between uses. So you don't have to worry that the person before you. How could they charge twenty five dollars for this? This is a well, lot. I don't of know. To... I have a feeling that this, they they're raising There's their some prices. Catch here, yeah. yeah. They tried the to place was the full of other New Yorkers oh. who came to rest between business meetings, along mm. with tourists killing time before flights back home. Now, can you rest with a friend? Suppose you bring a friend in there and you want to share I, the listen, mattress. Listen, I have to get more that? info. But I we have am. a lot of questions. Let's get these people on oh, the Jerry. show next week. I have a lot of. questions. Should we get them? I mean, really. But yeah. now, listen, Jerry. Yes. They might make a lot of money in this business because, uh, particularly, I mean, if you're in the middle of the city, let's say you live in the suburbs, or let's, yeah. well, at least you no, can go. And these things are quite common a- in Japan. But but I have another idea, Dottie. Why don't we combine them? You go into the anger room for 10 minutes, you smash stuff, and then you need a nap. <laughs> then you go into the next room and you take a nap. That makes a lot more sense to me. That's not a bad I, idea, Jerry. I think you <laughs> are to something. Then you wake up and you want have more anger, you go back into the anger room. But But listen... Don't think that these are crazy because, you know, there's no. a lot of things that people made a lot of money on that you would think were crazy. And I just want you to know that even though New York is a stressed out city, it didn't make the top 10. So we should open these places in the top 10 stressed cities, which is not New York. No, Dottie, okay. It turns this. out the most stressed cities in America are Detroit, Michigan. Detroit tops the list and the lowest average hours of sleep. And uh, Detroit? Newark, New Jersey Detroit? follows Newark, and New Jersey follows Detroit. Where, okay. where did they get this from? New, people in Newark don't sleep? Give well, me a break. They don't sleep a lot. They don't. They're stressed out. Yeah, because they're, they're trying to avoid uh, bullets uh, flying around. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Cleveland, Ohio. I don't. I would never guess this. Cleveland, Ohio Ohio is the the study's third most stressed city, with second place ranking in the financial stress category, and the sixth place ranking in the family stress category. I don't know who thinks of these, uh, but you know it's a good job. You know why? Yeah. Because really, I don't know where they get this from. They just probably make it up. They do. Cleveland is the hardly a stressful place. I mean, you know what well, Mark Twain said about Cleveland, right? Poor New York did not make. You don't want to hear, okay? Okay. <laughs> New York didn't make the stressed cities. No, they didn't make the top ten. They usually oh, make. Wow. I, I would have bet, but no, Cleveland, Ohio is up there. Ridiculous. Okay, Newark, New Jersey, Detroit. I mean, listen, you can't make number one in everything. But listen, the anger room and the and the sleep place will be good in these cities. You can kick them <laughs> off. <laughs> Okay, because if it does well in New York, these are more stressed out than New York. So 
That, I, I think that's good. Let me take a quick question. Why are people Sonia? in Cleveland stressed, by the way? What are they stressed about? The I don't real know. Real estate values If you're from plummeting? Cleveland, Ohio, or you know, if you're from there, please let us know. And I Call promise us. you, I'm yeah. gonna, we're going to do some research on this to find out. I might even take a trip there myself. Um, to Cleveland? I'm not going No, anywhere. to the stress, the anger, oh, and okay. asleep. Yeah, I want to find not, out I'm about them. Okay, I, uh, let me get back to real estate. This is real estate, but different real estate. Uh, Sonia? Yeah. Good. How are Hi, you? Hi, Sonia. Thank, I'm good. Thank you, Nicole. We're just having some fun. What do you think about the anger room and the sleep room? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never experienced that, it, but it's, um, well, um, it's, it's like there's a lot of money. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot of money. money. Okay. To play, pay to go sleep, for, but I guess if you're in the city and you are tired and you can't get home in time or, uh, you know, I guess people do it. So we'll see how that turns out. I don't know. I don't think I would do it. I wouldn't feel comfortable sleeping in this, but, you know, you never know. I'll check it out. Yeah, people, p- probably people who, that, who, who, that, who can't really sleep, then they might go for it. Yeah, you never know, right? You never know. Different strokes for different folks. And So... Sonia, what is your question? Yeah, my, my question is like, um, I am 58 years old right now, right? Right. And, um, well, is it still a good time to buy to buy a condo or a co-op? At, uh, you mean at your age? Is, is that what you're asking? Yes. Well, yeah, it's not a bad time. It really depends on what your goals are. First of all, do you plan on... Wherever you're living, do you know the area that you want to live? You know, do you think you want to live wherever you buy something for a good ten years or so, at least? Yes. So, so you, so you, so yeah. Like I think it's, I think it's fine. I, I think it. I mean, I, I feel you. You have a security. You feel that it's yours. You own it. Um, I don't know what your rent is. What you'd have to look at is, gee, how much rent am I paying now? And what is it going to cost me if I purchase something? What could I buy? Uh, you know, what could I afford to buy? And what will that look like? And am I comfortable? But if you can swing it, um, you might find out that your rent is not even. You know, your rent is not that much less. I don't. I don't know the details. Have okay. you ever owned anything? No, I don't own anything. I'm renting. That's why. Like I said, like. I should have like done it before, but I never realized. Uh, you know, it's only just now that I realize like, I've okay. been paying too much money with renting, and uh, like probably if I'm going to buy like a condo or co-op, I might just like add a little money, and you know, I I own that in few years. Mm-hmm. You know what you should do, Sonia? Right? Ace. Yeah. Should you should get a hold of Ace? Ace give her information, and he would figure out. You can tell her what your rent is, what, because you're probably not going to pay that much more. And if it's not that, and, and how easy it is to get a mortgage, and probably for a little bit more money, you will own something. And even if you sell it, like let's say in 10, 15 years, probably more than likely it will go up. Where, where do you, where, where, just give me the general area of where you live. Yeah, I live in like Van Cortland. In the Bronx. In the Bronx. In the Bronx. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, that's it's really... still 
still some deals up there. And, you know, yeah, one thing Ace might do is, is they'll run your credit and see how that is and can send you to the credit guy to get uh, any repair yeah. needed on that. Sonia, that's what I would do. Talk to Ace, get the information, see, you know, what your credit, see if you could get a mortgage. And if he says yes, then go out and start to see what you could get. He'll tell you, this is what you can afford. This is what you could get a mortgage. And then go out and start to see some things to see if you would like them. Okay, but first do the homework and make sure that you can, your credit's good and all that stuff. And it's not going to cost you anything to do that. And at least you'll know. And if you decide not to do it, then you know what? You learn something anyway. But it's never too late. Definitely, Sonia. Leave your information with the producer, okay? Sonia, leave Ace or... Yeah. And he'll get a hold of you and give you all that information so that you can kind of see, you know, if it's something that you could qualify for. Persona, email me is, now. Like, at um, for me, like, which is the best to buy? Is it like a house or a townhouse or a condo or a co-op? Well, it's really, there's no better. It really depends on you and what you like. But if I were you, are you single? Are you married? I, I are you, are you, because, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think it... Again, I, I think that, you know, since you've never had a home before, I just think that you're probably better off with no maintenance. This way you're used to an apartment, you just buy it, you own it, you, you, you fix the inside and decorate the inside, and you don't have to worry. But if you buy a home, then you have to add on all that stuff, you know, the lawn, oh, all the maintenance. Okay. All right. So I think it's oh. easier at, 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 at your age, much easier to get a co-op or a condo. But first, before you can even do that, you, it's going to cost you nothing. Ace will tell you what you could afford to buy. Uh, and if your credit's okay, because you'd have to fix that up if it wasn't. And if it's okay, fine. And then you can look around. You don't have to buy one. But then you can, once you know that you can afford to buy one and that you can get a mortgage, then you start go to open houses and see if there's anything that you like. Okay. Or see if All you right. say maybe you pay that. Or you might say, you know what? I think I have a better deal renting. I'm going to stay renting. You know, but you just do your homework. It doesn't cost you anything to do that. Okay. All right. All right. Um, and I, I have another question, Miss Dolly. Um, is it true um, that I heard that this year they call it the, is it the seller's benefit? I'm not sure, but I know it, I, I, it retains in my mind something seller's. Seller's benefit, not the buyer's. Oh, you mean a buyer's market or a seller's market? Well, because there's very, yeah, there's very, what what they're referring to, Sonia, is that there's not a lot of inventory. So there's not a lot of stuff for sale. And so when the demand, when the, and a lot of people are looking to buy. So when the demand is greater than the supply, it's usually a seller's market, meaning that it's a market that's hot. A lot of people want to buy. The interest rates are low now, Sonia, so people want to buy, and that's what they call a seller's market. A buyer's market would be maybe the interest rates would be high and there was not a lot of demand, and then the sellers would have to make big negotiate. They, they probably would have to make big concessions. So it is a buyer's It's a seller's market, but it's a good market to buy because the interest rates are low. And maybe you could get not even a 30-year mortgage. Maybe you can get a 15-year mortgage or something. Just yeah, call that's Ace what I would like to. and see if you qualify. And then from there, you'll take it from there. And, ke- and then you'll keep us posted. And then you'll look around and see. And you'll decide. You don't have to decide right this minute. 
I think we have to take a break. We'll be right back. Uh, Paul, stay on the line, and we'll be right back to answer your question. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. And so we're back, and uh, you're listening to I on Real Estate, and we have uh, Paul on the line. Hi, Paul. Good. Hi, Dottie. How are you? I'm great today. I'm great. The weather's great. I'm in a very yeah. good mood, actually. And we're having a lot of laughs. We just looked up that uh, sleep room again, and we saw some reviews. And the person said, "We went. I went to the sleep room. Uh, they put a little note on my bed saying, sweet dreams, Catherine, <laughs> except I didn't fall asleep. Well, join the club. Um, here's my question. Uh, my wife and I are retired. Yes. We were educators. I work part-time. We own a co-op. Mm-hmm. in Oceanside, New York, which is part of Nassau County. I know. I'm from Long Island, so I'm very familiar with okay, Oceanside. Okay, so you don't understand that. <clears throat> we go out to uh, Arizona, uh, like, for five, six weeks. We rent just to get out of the winter. My wife can't take it. Mm-hmm. Neither can I at this point. But in two, two, three years, we'd like to spend more time in Arizona, maybe three, four months, maybe right. even five. The question is, should we look to buy now or continue to rent problem is we can't maintain two ownerships of uh, apartments so i'm curious what your point okay so you you, wait go back oceanside you own or rent there i own we own the co-op you own the co-op in oceanside Oceanside. okay yeah we rent in arizona and how long have you been going to arizona about 10 years about 10 years, and when you go, how long do you usually stay? A month, two weeks, five, three weeks? Five to six weeks. Okay, so you're there really long enough to know that it's a place you'd want to... In other words, you know, sometimes yes. I'd say you, people don't really know what it's like. They didn't spend enough time. They spent two weeks. So yeah. that's kind well, of what you want to... You love it. My wife tolerates it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> she wants to go to Florida, but... I love I love Arizona. But you and do you have and just do you have any ties to Long Island? Do you have family or anything, or is it just my, uh, my daughter lives in New Jersey? And um, last year, she and my grandson came out to visit. And down the road, she may even move out there with us. But the point is, we can't take the winters, so we're going to go there regardless of the situation regarding renting or, or buying. But at this point, we rent, and then we come back. Um, but you but said you can't do both. You, you, you can't afford can't to do both. I can't own both, right. Well, so I'll, I'll tell you that. Should I sell this and buy there and rent for the three, four months if it gets too hot in Arizona? Uh, well, see, I, the here's the deal. Once you sell Go your ahead. home in Oceanside, it's over. So, like... You, but exactly. it doesn't sound like you have any ties there. I mean, that's why I said you have family or stuff. Because well, we have you, friends. You know, we're very active in our on our temple. Um, see, you, you know, might miss we that. have relatives, have brothers, but it would only be for four months or five months. It just gets too hot out there to stay the whole year. Okay, so if you're only going to be out there four or five months, I don't think I would buy now. 
I, th- I mean, I think, okay. okay, if I thought I was going to actually move there and be there reversed, like maybe eight months or nine months, and I was going to just come to, to Long Island a couple of months, then I would. But I will say this, you might, or, or, or you, you might do this, you could, you could, you could, it's a good market you have now, though, you know, so you, you're in a good market as far as for selling. But then right. if you sold... You're not ready to live there more than three or four months, and then you'd have to exactly. rent something. And the, the rents aren't cheap on Long Island. Oh, I know that. Yeah, so, that's one of the problems too. Yeah, so I would I would say to you, I would hold off on 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 buying right away. I'd keep my Oceanside a condo, and I would rent. And then when you get closer to a point where you really feel you want to spend more time in Arizona than less, that's maybe when I'd buy something. Okay. All right. I, Keep I us hear posted. You. Yes, thank you very Thanks. much. Thanks. I have. Hi, Lucy. Lucy from New York City. Uh, yes, yes. Hi. How are you, Daddy? Uh, before I get to my question, I, although I'm interested in that that night room and that uh, the anger management, but the, what do people snore? <laughs> then, then oh. people get angry next to them. Yeah. Oh. Listen, Lucy. <laughs> These things, I mean, I, I have to tell you, I laugh because, you know, we're laughing, but the, the people are making money. We just went on the Google, and the people have all reviews that they went there already. And uh, uh, I, I, I also was going to tell Jerry, I just didn't have a chance because uh, I'm a dog lover also. But, Jerry, uh, there's a, now a vacation home, and you, if you're a dog lover, Ace or mm-hmm. Jerry or myself, the visitors sleep inside a giant dog, okay? Inside called, a dog? Yes. Inside it's called the Dog Bark Park Inn, okay? The Dog Bark Park Inn. And it's a bed and breakfast guest house inside the world's biggest beagle. Okay? And it's in Idaho. Ace, I expect you to go there because you usually try these things yeah. for us. And the, the guests plaza. enter the body of the beagle from a private second-story deck. Listen to this. Some of the dog's decorative furniture are carvings by Dog Bark Park, chainsaw artist Dennis and Francis. And you go up another level to the head of the dog, which is a loft room with additional sleeping space, plus an alcove in the muzzle. Okay? <laughs> there is also a ch- is, okay. Who wants to sleep right. inside a beagle? Well, listen, there's something Maybe we should everyone. do a Coco Chanel, uh, your, uh, Jerry, your Mastiff. Jerry, I'll go, and then I'll report back. Ace, okay. let us you know. have to go and report back, like yeah. you did for the Ice Hotel. Dottie right? and I will be at the Four Seasons waiting for your report. No, I'm going to go to the Anger Hotel. Management. I'll go to the Anger uh, Room. <laughs> yes, Anyhow, Lucy, how can we help you with your question? We're being silly, but it's just funny. Because you yes, know what? No, no problem. Uh, can I get the how, number for the Anger Management? Well, I'm going to go, Lucy. I'll try it out, and I'll let you know next week. Okay, I'm definitely you. going. Uh, yeah. My question okay. is, I, I, I had a... Bankruptcy back in 12, I was approved for Chapter 7. Now I want to get a, establish my credit by getting a secure card. I don't deal with banks. My mm-hmm. I've been dealing with a credit union because I work for the city, so I haven't really dealt with any of these big banks. What do you suggest is the best place, my credit union or, or somewhere else, or what do you think? Yeah, so my uh, comment on that is, so for our listeners, Chapter 7 is uh, one of the forms of under the Federal Bankruptcy Code, uh, and if you did it in 12, then, you know, you're six years uh, beyond. Great time to start to rebuild your credit. Um, bankruptcy 
um, is is what they call a fresh start, which is what it's intended to do is give people a fresh start in in, uh, in their financial life. I would definitely go to the credit union uh, if you have a relationship with them and see if they have a secured visa. This is not a prepaid visa. This is different. So a secured visa is, let's say, for example, you put $1,000 in a bank account that secures it. Then you get a line of credit for $1,000 and you have to pay it monthly. It doesn't come out of that $1,000 bank account, uh, but you're paying it uh, and it is an extension of credit to rebuild the the credit rating. It's different than a prepaid visa, which you put $1,000 in the bank and as you spend it, they take it out. That doesn't build credit, but the secured visa does. Um, and then you can look at other banks' products too. I don't know what Citizens offers in this re- regard. I don't know about their uh, credit card products, but I'm sure they have other similar products and you should compare the rates and the fees associated with them. Um, but it's an excellent way to start to responsibly build credit again so that, you know, soon you'll have a credit rating that might support even buying a house or an apartment. Well, I think it's, uh, I already retired and you said I have mm-hmm. to put a thousand dollars in the car. No, I was just giving an example. I was just giving an example. No, no, our what, what they're know. doing is what they, what, what he, cause I know people, I know plenty of people who have bankruptcies and what they do is, it could be three hundred, it could be a hundred, it could be five hundred. You put X amount of money in a charge card so that you put the money in, and so it could be a hundred dollars. It doesn't have to be. And what? So basically, they're giving you a charge card, but it's your money. You've covered the money. You can't go over that limit. But it. But you have to start showing that you can pay bills again, or that you're. That's how you build up credit. So it doesn't have to be that amount of money. Um, it's just the way you start because what it, what they want to see is just that you pay. And so then you would charge maybe something that's $25 and just pay it back. Um, but that's really how you start. I think Jerry gave you good advice. And you can also call Dan up. We can leave you the number. I don't know uh, if there's anything that he could offer. But basically... It's not as hard as it was to get credit, as I think, anymore after a bankruptcy. You just have to wait a certain amount of years. Okay, uh, okay. So I already have an account with my credit union, but I don't know if that, that, that doesn't count, right? Checking account and saving No, I, I would get a credit card. Ace, do you have credit cards? I mean, or a V... You know, I yeah, would... give us a call on, on, or just leave your name uh, with the producer, and I'll link you up with someone from Citizens Bank that can offer you a credit card as well. You're outside of the five-year sort of discharge period, so you're you're okay. I mean, Jerry's right. It's, it's definitely the perfect time to start building up your credit again. So, Yeah, and you and you, you don't have to put any – it's just a little form of showing that you're paying bills, but you're five years. You're ready to, to be back. Okay. Thank you so much. You're Good welcome. Luck. Good, Good luck. luck. Right. Well, thank you. God bless. Eight eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. Sonia, are you on the line with another question? Or yeah, am I... I'm still here, Ms. Daddy. Okay, shoot. Oh, we still have Sonia. There you are. Okay. Yes, she has another question. All right. Yeah. What's your question? I would just like to ask uh, one question before I let you go. <laughs> um, if I plan to buy a condo, and um, I, I I was just like on on signing my my one year lease contract on the apartment, can I leave before one year without finishing my one-year contract? 
Not well, without not. violating your lease, most likely. Yeah, you know. it's like yeah, it's like to violate the lease. I'm just like in. Um, I don't know if my landlord will ask me to pay the remaining month if I have like in case that I I, I found like um like a so condo after, that I after the I break want. we'll talk about it's how so to yeah, handle we have a break. I will tell you just hold on and we'll answer that right after we have a commercial break eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. We're gonna tell Sonia how to. She probably can't break her lease unless the landlord, she goes to him and he says it's okay. Uh, We'll be right back. It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and uh, we're in the middle of answering a question for Sonia. She's thinking of buying something. She currently has a lease uh, for a year, and she wants to know that if she finds something in six months, can she get out of the lease without paying the extra money? And we're saying probably not. I mean, I, you know, you, you you would have to go to your landlord and ask your landlord. And obviously, maybe if you're paying cheap rent or something and your landlord could get more, maybe he'd say if I rent it. But usually you can't. But, you know, you never know. It, it doesn't hurt to ask. But if you have a lease, you have a lease. Right, Jerry? I mean, that's kind of. Yeah, because it's like that is that contract is one year. So if I'm going to get out and I would like to break the lease, um, do you think my landlord will not ask me to pay the remaining? Yes, I do. I do, unless he, unless, unless, you know, you know, first of all, by the time you get a mortgage and everything, you're talking three or four months it's going to take, you know, before you get any. By the time you find something and you get a mortgage, you're probably into like four or five months, somewhere Mm -hmm. around there. And my guess is, it depends on your 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 building. Maybe you could go and ask your uh, landlord or the management company that if you found something, if they would, if you if they would, if they rented it, would they let you out of it? If they, I don't, but the, you know, it would really was depend. A, Jerry, I, you could answer that. I always urge people. You know, when I when I bought my apartment, I had been in a rental, and I spoke to the landlord right in the beginning. I mean, I'd been there many years, made a lot of money off of me, and and. You say to them, "Listen, uh, I've enjoyed living here, and uh, but now I'm going to buy something, and I just wanted to give you as much notice as possible, and hopefully we can work something out." And you know, if you say things like, "Look, I'll uh, keep the apartment spick and span, and you can show it whenever you want, and be very easy to to show it," and sometimes they can even rent it for more money than you're paying, then sometimes you can work it out. Oftentimes, when you're reasonable and give people uh, as much notice as possible and tell them what's going on, they'll act reasonably with you. But it's when people, you know, leave in the middle of the night and expect the landlord to just absorb the damages that, you know, you end up losing your security and maybe getting sued. So my uh, advice is generally speak to the landlord, uh, have a reasonable uh, conversation, okay. right. try to yeah, work out some terms. And keep us posted, yeah, Sonia. Right yeah, I haven't found the, the, I haven't found the, you know, the, the um, condo yet. So, and it's too um, early to I'm talk to the I landlord. Have to yeah. say, like to say to the landlord right now, or when I find. I would wait um, until you have found something. Yeah. 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 I'll wait. Okay. Wait. Okay. Right. And keep us posted. Yes. You have a great voice, Sonia. 
Have a great weekend. You too. <laughs> Thank You're you. So sweet. Wow. Have a great weekend. I have Maria from Ozone Park on the phone. Hi, Maria. Hi, and Dottie and everybody. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Dottie, um, my house is under eminent domain, and the city is taking about two feet along the side of the house, approximately 80 feet. I'm not sure. I'm not disputing anything. And they mm -hmm. sent me a form called Affidavit of Title, which seems pretty simple to fill out. However, question seven, which is a very simple question, it says, um, appropriate box I should enter, and one says, said damaged parcel is unimproved vacant land, said damaged parcel is improved with, and it lists single family house and all of that kind of stuff, but I don't know if I'm supposed to answer that particular question. Mm. So I let don't me know just if I'm making myself explain clear. to the listeners what's going on here, because you threw about a couple of terms. Part of our mission is to educate people. So eminent domain is the uh, theory that uh, the land belongs to the king. That's where it comes from. So the king owned all the land, and you use it at the king's uh, uh, privilege. Now, of course, we don't have a king in this country, thankfully. Uh, but the the <laughs> the, the, st <laughs> the state <laughs> that's a whole different show. But the st the state has a right uh, under the theory of eminent domain to take your land from you. It's called a condemnation proceeding yeah. uh, if it is to be used for the public purpose. So, for example, if they're building a highway across the state and you're in the you have the uh, the farm in the middle of of the path the state can't do the highway and do a big uh, circle around your land just because you don't want to sell most people would agree there's got to be a way to build public highways and they usually do that using eminent domain the condemnation proceeding uh is where they you sell them your land and it has to be for market value uh you don't really have a choice but you do have a right to market value of the property so right. what they're saying here is you're going to sell them this strip of two feet that they need for whatever, a sewer line, a utility line, expansion right. of the highway, whatever they're doing. Yeah. And, in do yeah. and in doing that, you have to sign a, a title affidavit that says that you don't know of any other claims and you really do own it. And and so that two-foot strip that they want to buy, it's is there anything built on it or is it just uh, dirt? Um, it's, uh, they make, they're making the sidewalk uh, wider, and I have a fence that's on it, and the mm -hmm. lawyer from the city said I no longer own the fence. They've no. changed the, the whatever they did legally, yeah. and, uh, yeah, so that's well, I would say to the I'm lawyer, if you no longer, if, I would say to the lawyer, if you no longer own the fence, then what am I signing? <laughs> the well, lawyer's are not exactly. Money, uh, Maria, are they, they giving you anything for this? $8,000 if... Uh, I, I got a form saying eight thousand dollars, but I have to sign these papers to mm -hmm. for them to check these things right. that are I have all in order. But this number seven, where it's saying right. said damaged parcel is unimproved vacant land, or said damaged parcel is improved with a single family house, and I, uh, I Maria, don't know if that's relevant to me. Maria, are are you sure it's damaged and not demise? It's damaged. It says damaged there. It says on on question seven, uh, said damage parcel is unimproved. D a m a g e d damaged da or demise. Said, said damage parcel is unimproved mm. vacant land, and the second box, said damage parcel is improved with yeah. a single family house, a two family. Mm. But I, think, I don't okay, know. Let me, if, let, okay, because yeah. we're running out of time here. Uh, first of all, I, it might be a typo. I think it, they meant to say demise. But anyway, um, the. <laughs> The first question I have for you is, do you want to sell 
for eight thousand, or do you feel that it's not a, a appropriate price? Uh, it's uh, from nine uh, from two thousand fourteen. They did the price that's the going price in the but neighborhood. Do you, do you, for, for, but do you feel it's a fair price for what you're selling? Them? I haven't got a clue, but I'm, okay. I don't think I'm going to fight anything. Okay, yeah, well that's yeah. fine. Then for many people, it's a windfall. They're like, fine, you want to take two feet of the line, uh, but it's imp- the answer is it is improved by a fence. It's not improved by a one family property. So if the question is, is it improved by a one family property? That's not correct. Is it unimproved? Technically, that's not correct either because it's improved by a fence. I would just te- I would just click unimproved and just tell them that there's and put paren there's a fence there, but you can take it down. Yeah. Now you're gonna have oh. to move that fence back if you want your fence. You're gonna have to move it back to your property line. Yeah, I don't actually care. They can take it, and as long yeah. as they give me a sidewalk, you know, which is what yeah. they're extending, that's and eight thousand dollars. Yeah. And and eight thousand. But is there any way that they would not give me the eight thousand dollars? I mean, they already not, sent papers saying that I know, need without, to fill out this. Without looking at everything, I couldn't tell yeah, you exactly tell what the status okay. is. But they can't just take your land without compensating you. That's one of the nice things in our country is that you can't take without compensation generally okay. from the government. There's, so if the I don't fill that question out at all, that's fine. Uh, well, no, I, I would just No, put, he told you how to fill it out. I would just put it's unimproved and then put fence, you know, then put paren, there's a fence there. And, you know, let the lawyer sort it out. So in other words, oh, okay. she, oh, she's no, saying check unimproved. No, not your oh, lawyer, okay. their lawyer. Their lawyer, if they want something different, will tell you the city's lawyer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I should ask so, her then. So hit unimproved, Jerry said, and then put in parenthesis fence. Yeah. Okay. All right. I appreciate your Good help. Good luck. Keep us posted, Maria. Oh, thank That's you. Great. Have a good day now. Bye bye. Bye. Have a good weekend. See, well, that, you know, that's an interesting question, and yeah. just like you know, I was going to ask you, Jerry, mm-hmm. like, how do you could could you possibly say I want more and maybe get it? Yeah, I mean, the, the the condemnation process allows the the property owner to dispute the valuation, and then you'll bring in somebody like you know a Jonathan Miller type of appraiser to say that the city is undervaluing it. You know, I always caution people, make sure that you agree with the city's valuation. They don't lead with the best price usually. And there is some negotiation. Probably could get a there. little more. Yeah, but you can then you have to go through the hassle more. of getting, you know, maybe some yeah. people just don't want to be bothered. Right. We and don't have much like time. Yeah. But yeah. I have something that uh, was written in the post and somebody emailed me or actually, yeah, and said that they wanted to see what you thought about this issue. And this was in the post. And they said, we want to hear what Jerry thinks about this issue. Co-op wants to evict family over daughter's night terrors. So so a Manhattan girl battles night terrors. After 200, she was assaulted in 2015, and she faces horrors. Her family might lose their home, according to court papers. The family claims the board of their Fort George co-op has targeted them for eviction because neighbors have complained about their traumatized daughter's midnight cries because she freaks out every night. Mm. They've gone to Manhattan Supreme Court in a bid to stop the eviction process. The girl was victimized by a crime and suffered and continues to suffer from psychological disabilities, including post-traumatic stress disorder. The family said it's legal filing. The girl has cried out in the middle of the night in terror and made noises. The noise and the neighbors want her to move out or they're evicting her. What do you think? 
Jeez. And they they said unless all noises stopped, their lease would be canceled. You know, I you mean, don't have a right to all of... noise stopping. First of all, when you live in a city, you can't stop all noise. I think that's absolutely horrific that this poor person has been victimized by crime. And now, by the way, get out of your apartment because sometimes you scream well, out in the middle that, of the night. I think someone said the post maybe that it violates the girl's civil rights. I don't know. We're yeah. going to keep top of that story. By the not way, a nice bunch of neighbors there, by the way. Yeah, like that's not give the girl yeah. a break. Be nice. Okay, yeah. Listen, have a great weekend, and uh, I'm going to the anger here. room this afternoon, Tony. Oh, you and I'm come? going. Well, though, <laughs> I'll go to the anger room during the week. The sleep okay. room, I don't think I'm going to try. And send Ace to the Ace. Hotel. You could go to the sleep room and get those blue <laughs> navy blue pajamas. PJ. <laughs> okay, and they'll say good night, Ace. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> okay. We'll be back next week. Have a great and safe weekend. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.